Welcome to Poly... Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. We are going to have a great show for you today, guys. But you know what? Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And happy whatever you celebrate for the holiday. If you celebrate the holiday, that is. We are going to have a great show for you today, folks. We are going to have a great show. What are we going to talk about? The title of the show today is... You're, look, it's amazing that I'm going to be doing this on a, a what's supposed to be a festive time, but I'm going to say, for politics and kill you. We are going to have a great show for you today. Here's, here's what I want to ask you guys. I have a humongous favor to ask all of you that are listening right now. Look, we are, uh, as you know, we have fun drives about four times a year or so. About four times a year or so we have fun drives. And the one thing that we try to do is have them as little as possible, as short as possible. We don't want to hold up all this time on fun drive or whatever. So what we ask people to do is while you are out there uh, waiting, you know, just listening to the shows as we bring the shows, etc., to go ahead and say, you know what? I like what I'm hearing today. I like what KPFT is doing today. So I'm going to go ahead and... Go to kpft.org and hit that donate button and say, hey, I am going to go before the fun drive and just give them a few nickels so that they can shorten the fun drive. And who knows if we give enough, we may even cancel the fun drive. The other thing you could do is you could say, I'm going to call 713-526-5738 and hit the number one to give a little something, something, and then call back again and hit the number two and say, Egberto, I want to speak to you on air because... This is our show, Egberto. Remember that. Politics done right belongs to the entire community, and we want to talk. So anyway, you can start calling right now. Whether you're calling to contribute or you're calling just to speak on air, give us a call at 713-526-5738. And Howard just took a look at me and like, yeah, I see you doing it slowly. Yes, Howard. Sometimes they say I speak too fast, brother. You know what I mean? Never. Never. All right. But in the house, we have the one and only Tori Mercer. Tori, how are you doing, my dear brother? I hope you had a great holiday, even though I know you don't celebrate it, per se. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, it was momentful or momentum, whatever. Yes. Had momentum, you know, with a it's, lot of cold. Got the got to chill out. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Chilling out is good, too. I went over to some friends, and I, you know, I wrote on my, um, my Substack yesterday, I wrote a, a note saying, happy holiday to everybody, and I name out all the holidays I knew, and then, of course, I said, and for what I don't know, forgive me for that, put that out there, but I am going to be preaching love to, I mean, preaching love yesterday and say, you know, we all need to get along like our good brother said, I think he died now. And and uh, get along. And then I said in in the thing, you know, I'm, I'm I love where I'm heading. I'm going to eat me some Caribbean food, Panamanian food, uh, uh, Italian food, French food, all of that. These, you know, because we had it's like a had Roberto Luis had this great cooking, and they have all these styles that we cook in in Panama and elsewhere. And we had folks from all over coming in, and it was it was just a good good meal. And then to which I, I said, you know what? The reason we don't get along, all of us in this country as we should, is because of all the psychopaths out. The few, the tiny bit of psychopath that somehow they get some of our following. But folks, if you go ahead and open yourself to 
loving everything, loving everybody, trying everything, you'd be surprised how much fun you have because I sure had my belly had fun yesterday. The talks were fun yesterday. It was just a fun time. Anyway, folks, give us a call, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. On the internet, I want to welcome Paul Fleming as well as Julie Henderson. Julie Henderson says, please discuss movie Queen and Slim, modern version of Underground Railroad. Unfortunately, Julie Henderson, I haven't seen the film Queen and Slim, so you are going to put me to work so that I can go study that film and then come back here some other day at KPFT and discuss it. But if I had seen it, I promise you I would speak about it, but I can only speak about that which I know. Anyway, folks, give us a call, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Hit that number two and talk to me right away if you want to add something to the discussion or whatever. Like I said, one more time for those who are tuning in late, happy holidays and let's get busy. Title of the show today, Your Politics Can Kill You, Your Friends and Your Family. It's your choice. And the subtitle is, The United States is facing problems it should not have as the most wealthy nation on the planet. It is about cruelty over competence. So far, cruelty still plays a major part in so or too many areas. All right. Starts this way. While listening to Morning Joe on MSNBC... Mike Bernuckle made a prescient statement this morning. And this is what he said. He said, we are talking about cruelty versus competence, Mike Barnacle said. The Republican proven cruelty and their president's proven competence. I want to stop with this quote right there. Because I think sometimes we miss something. Whenever I talk about Republican cruelty I am not speaking about my Republican brethren. I'm not speaking about my Republican brothers and sisters. Let me tell you what we are as, as members of this society. And some of my progressive folks, some of my liberal folks get mad at me for being too, what they say, too understanding. When I speak about Republican policy, etc. I'm not talking about rank and file Republicans, the people I go have dinner with, the people that we sit down and chat, the people whose kids go to school with my kid or used to because my kid's older now, etc. I am talking about the leadership. I'm talking about the policy makers. And Barnacle, I wish more people would specify that to give all our Republican brethren a place to land, right? But you know what he means. What he really means is the leadership, the people who form what the Republican Party does from a policy-wise from the leadership. The problem in our society right now, and it's interesting because I was just talking to the general manager when I came in today, and I was, saying, I was talking and I said, you know, one of the problems we have is that we have a lot of psych, we have a few, tiny amount. I told him, most people are good. I mean, everybody, most of the people I walk up to on the streets and talk to, in a mall and talk to, in a church and talk to, in a, in a park and talk to. I never usually go out and say, hey, okay, before I have a conversation with you, what's your ideology? What's your party? What do you believe in? I usually have a conversation about kids or something that they may have been doing that kind of triggered me to talk to them, right? 
and you sit down and you talk to them and you realize, wow, you know, I guess you put on your pants the way I put on my pants and all that kind of stuff. And you start having this conversation, right? And, you know, I, I know when I'm in the park in Kingwood and I just pick up a conversation with somebody out there, I know the likelihood of them being a bona fide Trump voting Republican is pretty high. But we don't start there. And we start talking and having a conversation. And hi, Maywood, welcome to Politics on Right on the Internet. Um, when we start talking about that, and by the way, if you want to hit us up, go to KPFT, uh, go, go, either go to the webpage or go to politicsonright.com slash TV. But anyhow, as it turns out, folks, um, you know, we, we sit down and we talk, right? And then you find out about your kid in college and all these things, well, wanting the same thing. And I don't know that he's a Trumpist there. But we're going to talk about a little bit about that in this piece here. A little bit about that. All right, so this correlates what Barnacle said. And for those just joining in, that we're talking about cruelty versus competence. This correlates perfectly, perfectly. And uh, with Common Dreams journalist Jim uh, Norekas article, Recent, uh, referencing New York Post Akila Johnson's piece title Can Politics Kill You? Research says the answer increasingly is yes. Yes, it can kill you. Uh, Norika's uh, critique is that even as the Washington Post article presented the case of the danger of purported conservative politics on the well-being of Americans, they went into the false balance of both sides. His ending paragraph summed it up, and this is how the Common Dreams article ended. This is what he said, because this, this guy read, in fact, I got turned on to the Washington Post article because of the article I read in Common Dreams. I read a whole lot of folks and people interconnect their readings. You know, if you want to have a complete picture, you have to read all sides of the story. So this is how he ended his piece. He says, you know, what would actually benefit politics in the United States? A media system that was willing to point out who are or who was causing demonstrable problems rather than pretending that both sides are always to blame. Reporting like that could actually save lives. All right? Now, uh, it, it, imagine if we had the mainstream media that used to go out there and just tell things the way they are. Imagine if we had a mainstream media... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Wood says, all we need to do is stop the lies in America. What all leftist stuff works, etc. You know, it's called stop calling this leftist stuff woke. You're right about that. But anyhow, anyhow, this is quite evident in the first paragraph of the Washington Post piece. Okay, if you listen. So this guy was upset that the Washington Post piece, in as much as it was there telling the truth, they had to backstop themselves by making it look like it's a both sides of the coin issue. Both sides do things and that costs us lives, but that's not the case. This is quite evident in the first paragraph of the Washington Post piece, and it says the following. This is from the Washington Post piece. As the coronavirus pandemic approaches its third full winter, two studies reveal an uncomfortable truth. 
the toxicity of partisan politics is fueling an overall increase in mortality rates for working age Americans. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. When one analyzes that paragraph, it makes it seem as if the unnecessary deaths from COVID are actually the fault of the two parties. That is entirely false. And even the article makes that clear. The, following, the same article that implies that makes it clear. The following paragraph dispels the notion that there should be equal weight given to the causes of COVID deaths on the Ill and the other illnesses. In one study, and this is from the article again, same article. In one study, researchers concluded that people living in more conservative parts of the United States disproportionately bore the burden of illnesses and deaths linked to COVID-19. The, the other, which looked at health outcomes more broadly, found that more conservative estate policies, the shorter the lives of working age people. Correlation, correlation, but it's not just correlation because a correlation in, if, for a statistician, right? Correlation doesn't mean that it is actually causal. But in this case, we can prove based on policy that it is causal. 713-526-5738. I would love to hear from some of you today. 713-526-5738. I know you just got through with that good eating and so forth yesterday and you're kind of a little bit lax today, but give us a call and be a part of the conversation, 713-526-5738. And don't forget to go to kpft.org if you want to uh, help us out, keep these programs on air, and make sure that we can continue doing what we do. The article did not only release the gross numbers, it pointed out that, compute, that, that competent research provided a district-by-district district analysis normalized for every possible criterion to prevent false comparison. And the results continue to be stunning. I mean, it continues to be stunning. So here's what it said. Harvard researchers analyzed data on COVID-19 mortality rates and the stress on hospital intensive care units across all 435 congressional districts from April 2021 to March 2022. They also examined congressional members' overall voting records, how they voted on four coronavirus uh, relief bills, and whether the governor's office and legislature of a state were controlled by one party. The study published this month in the Lancer Regional Health Americas found that the more conservative the voting records of members of Congress and state legislators, the higher the age-adjusted COVID mortality rates, even after taking into account the racial, education, and income characteristics of each congressional district with vaccination rates. COVID deaths rates were 11% higher in states with Republican-controlled governments and 26% higher in areas where voters lean conservative. Similar results emerged 
about hospital ICU capacity when the concentration of political power in a state was conservative. In other words, people would say, initially they said, well, is an 11% difference a statistical anomaly? No, it's not a statistical anomaly. But if you want to verify that it's not a statistical anomaly, within the same state where you have progressive counties and conservative counties, and you have, let's say, progressive uh, governorships, I mean, progressive leadership of that county that in, enforces wearing masks and that kind of stuff, those results show people died more in conservative districts than uh, progressive districts. Welcome aboard, Deborah Moyers. Hi, Egberto. Hope you had a nice day with your family yesterday. Good food. Girl, we had great food. All kind of styles. It was wonderful. Wish you were there now. Wish you were there because we had so much. Uh, my brother, Roberto Luis from Panama, he had so much food. It was, we just, had, we just took home a ton and there was just a lot of food, but it was great. Now, he spent days cooking. Anyhow, um, continuing. So even if you, whatever kind of normalization you made on the data, it showed the same, same thing. And, you know, I had friends when I, uh, have friends when I told them about this study. And, and by the way, this is not one of many studies. You know, there are other studies that have come out before. And I went and I would say things like, wow, we got to do something about that. We got to do something about that. And... <laughs> A couple of my progressive friends said, well, you know, the, 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 uh, the fittest shall survive Darwin's law. You know, if, uh, if, if more of them just die, more, there, there are more progressives to get things done. And, uh, you know, kind of took me aback. And I'm like, no, we can't think like that, brother. We can't think like that. You know, I have a sister who is a conservative. I have friends who are conservatives. I don't want them leaving this planet because of what I consider their, they've, been, they've been hoodwinked by uh, the leaders of their party. I don't want them dead. I don't want them gone just so that now we are in the majority because you know, we are right this time. You, know, you have to ask yourself a question. What about whenever at some point in time we are wrong because that's a possibility, isn't it? I mean, yeah, we work on facts and all that kind of stuff, but there's always a possibility that we don't have all the answers, right? And we want to try something even if we don't have all the right answers. And so we got to be careful. So no, my answer to that was, man, we got a lot of work to do. I don't, yes, I believe in Darwin's law is what changed a whole lot of things on, on the planet. Uh, the, the, what, it, what you call it of species. I agree with all of that. But when it comes to, that's the difference, that's the difference between human beings and the rest. We have the ability to have empathy. We have the ability to do the right thing. We have the ability not to just condemn, right? We are humans after all. Welcome aboard, John. John, uh, let's see. John Gornick says, I read about the same statistic. Not surprising given those uncritical thinkers. Deborah Moyer says, maybe next year. And John Gornick says, buenos dias, Egberto. Good to be with you today. Thank you guys for being there and sorry for the squeaky of the... You see, this is why we need you guys to contribute to the station. We need some new uh, microphone stands that don't squeak 
and crawl whenever you move it. So I have to try to keep it in one place and then go. 713-526-5738. Give us a call. 713-526-5738. Hit the number two to come on air if you have something to add. Look, we haven't had any calls yet, and I know there are a lot of you listening. I'd love to talk to somebody on air about the subject. 713-526-5738. You'll get on right away because why, again, the lines are empty. I know it's the day after Christmas, but come on. Give us a call. 713-526-5738. I would love to hear your pulse. I would love to hear the pulse of a few people out there. It'll make a difference. So give us a call. 713 713- Five two six five seven three eight. Conservative politicians, pundits, and talking heads were providing bad advice to their constituents. They did it even as most were following proper protocols. Mike Barnacle's statement, cruelty versus competence. Cruelty versus competence is in fact Apropos, Mark, come on in, Mark. Come on in. Let's see. We'll get you in right this minute. How you doing, Mark? Great. Thanks for taking my call. Talk to me, sir. Uh, uh, I don't know about partisan politics as far as the COVID response. Yes, sir. I thought it was more uh, obesity rate, diabetes, those factors that would lead to death. Well, if you if you want, let, let let's let's take that premise that you just brought there, right? Are you think right. are you telling me that Republicans are fatter than than Democrats? Are you telling me that Republicans have more diabetes than Democrats? Uh, Mike, no. Okay, so if it's if it's if it, if obesity and that sort of stuff were the case, right? Let's let's do the numbers again. Uh, in every district, right, every district that is conservative, uh, their rate of deaths were greater than the rates of death of the people in progressive, where progressive, you know, progressive districts and where progressive policies were had. So I, I can't, I cannot cop to it being an obesity thing. I, by the way, by the way, but here's the deal. Obese people, correct? will die more of just about every disease there is out there. So you are absolutely correct about that. But also what killed, because let's say there was an obese person who took the vaccine, who wore the masks, who isolated themselves during that, the pandemic, that obese person is still alive today. Uh, by the way, I have a lot of relatives that are fairly obese, and that's what they did, and they're still alive. Now, the other, the other side of the coin is... If an, if an obese person happened to get COVID, uh, yeah, their, their likelihood of survival is a lot less than, let's say, the skinny person, if you will. So you're, you're right about that. But again, I think, I think one of the things that came from the reporting, Mark, and, and this is why, why the guy from Common Dreams was upset out at, the, uh, at the Washington Post article, because the Washington Post article tried to apply the balance that you just mentioned, right? And you mentioned it because you heard that balance probably on another news station, probably on ABC, CBS, or Fox, or one of them. Am I correct or am I not correct? Uh, well, CDC website. Right. And, and elderly people are, are greatest risk. Yes. Now, maybe, maybe there's more conservative elderly people right. there are, than progressive. 
let, let me ask you another question though, right? Uh, the CDC, okay. the CDC data is correct, right? In other words, the CDC says more obese patients died. The CDC data said more old people died. But in the statement that I was just making, did you notice what I said? Even after the data was normalized to remove those factors, even after the data was normalized, what they mean by that is even after they, t they made the assumption, okay, this, this was more obese people died, uh, more older people died. Even when they removed that as a right. controlling factor, it still turned out that conservative states had more dead people. It, still con huh. it also turned out that conservative districts had more dead people. And, you know, so they're, okay. they're so, well, so, yeah. Go ahead, according, sir. According to that one article... Yeah. I'd have to see more articles about the data. And I'm glad you said so that. To go, to go judge in partisan politics. I am you glad. Know, you don't need to bring that into the mix. I'm glad. What, what's, your, what's your opinion on masking? On masking? Uh, my opinion on masking. Uh, my opinion is that I think uh, th th we have a study. We have several studies on the masking. I believe in masking. Right. And let me explain. In Kansas, right, there are two adjacent counties. One county enforced masking. The other county was laissez-faire. You could do whatever you want. No masking, no nothing. All right? That other county right. had three times. I think, and, and don't quote me here. You can look up the study itself. Uh, it, that county had three times as many deaths as the county that uh, the people had to mask. So, there, you know, we have all these studies. The, problem, wow. the problems that we have, right? And, and I, I'm, I'm talking about this study right now that's on... The Washington Post put out by Harvard three months, two months ago. There are a lot of other studies that came out. The problem is when the media puts it out there, uh, just like you got, you got a, a, a sinking feeling, I imagine, when, we made, when I made it uh, a partisan thing based on the article. I think, I think you're like, well, why are you making a partisan thing, Egberto? And I understand that. We shouldn't mess with partisanship on health and health together. They should be, health should be absolute. But there are so many things, Mark, that are partisan. Healthcare for all shouldn't be partisan, right? You want everybody right. to have healthcare, right? That shouldn't be a partisan sure. thing. But we've made it a partisan thing. And it so happened that the, the Republican leadership had made, made, made it a killing issue. Let me give an example. In Houston, rather, in Texas, we were able to get, we should have been able to get the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, which would have insured 100% of Texans, right? 100% of Texans would have been insured. 100% of Texans would have been insured. However, and it would have cost us zero for the first three years and 10% thereafter, which is still cheaper than the debts that we're having now. But instead, our Republican leadership in Austin decided we are not going to give money, we are not going to give Healthcare to all Texans, we will let some of these Texans, and it, the number is 2,183 or so, die every year because we don't want to give the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act because of ideological reasons, so we don't do it. And you would think that all our local stations would report it that way. You're killing people, Republican Party. You're killing people. But because it, we don't report objectively, we just want to take both sides which is what the, the, the title of the show today is all about as well, that's why we lose a lot of Texans. Are you with me? Yeah. You know, so, so that's where it's at. I, look, I am a, a left-wing progressive. There's no doubt about it. 
but I have relatives that are conservatives in the middle, all of that. I believe in folks getting together. I don't believe in just let them die like a friend of mine said, you know, well, you know, if they don't want to follow the rules and they don't believe in this, let them die. There will be less of them and we could get good. I don't believe that. I believe in making a difference. Anything else you'd like to add, sir? Well, uh, like masks and, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci says, or actually the CDC came out and said the masks weren't really effective. That's not what he said, actually. Uh, CDC said that yeah, on their website. They, 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 they never said masks weren't effective. It really doesn't uh, say yeah, that. Yeah. All right, let me ask oh, you to do man. this, sir. Okay. Let, let me ask you to do this, my friend. Uh, what happened is uh, Fox News took out a segment of the entire okay. statement that seemed to indicate that masks weren't effective. Read the entire statement and you'll see how effective masks right. actually are. And it, it is, and, and that's what, you know, I the think vaccine. the vaccine again, I've had, I've had all five. Okay. I've wow. personally had all five. I've had the, 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 the two initial and I've three had, boosters. I've had the initial two. Right. And let me tell you why I did it, sir. And because that's it. That's all. Yeah. Let me tell you. Because uh, now, now the variant is such, uh, the flu variant is worse than COVID. Yes, that's what I heard. I had a friend who had it that said it. Him. Colby, I'm coming to you in a little bit. But here's the thing, Mark. Uh, I've had all five. I've also had COVID. But remember, my COVID wow. lasted a day. Okay. It lasted a day oh. of pain, and then after that, it was fine because of the, the injections. And the reason you get the booster, by the way, uh, Mark, is because the new variants of uh, it, the, the new vaccines have the new variants of uh, COVID, which you know you could still get Omicron if you were to be exposed to it by not having the booster. So I'll I'll give you. I gotta go All to right. Colby now, uh, brother Mark. But I'm gonna tell you this as your friend. Uh, please, uh, as your friend, I want you around. Okay. I want right. you to... Now, you got to remember the risk of blood clots that's is more increased with uh, the COVID vaccine. That's not true. Elderly people. Let me, elderly people. Let me well, tell you. okay. Let me, no, let, uh, no, let no, me, Mark, Mark, okay. Mark, no, no, Mark, 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 Mark. Well, okay. I want Get you, point. Mark, 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 I want you to, I don't, yeah. the reason I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. begging you not to leave the phone yet is I don't want you to leave oh. that out there. Okay. I don't want you to leave that out there. Well, that's what, okay. But let me, let me tell you this, sure. Mark. My, my, now my, my cousin who is an, a, a, uh, in the New York PD, he got COVID. He got blood clots. You know why he got blood clots? Because wow. COVID gives you blood clots. COVID, the, the, the disease itself, actually creates clotting issues within your blood. He got a brain clot and kidney trouble from, his, uh, from it. So I'm going to tell you, I got to leave you now, Mark, but I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask you to do me a favor, Mark. Yeah. Call CVS or somebody else and make an appointment and get that vaccine that includes the Omicron variant and others. Will you do that for your brother here? Oh, okay. All right. Thank I you. I don't think so. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Come on, man. Mark. No way. Mark. No way, man. Mark, listen to me. I want you to, I I want you to do some more. more than that. Mark, and that's why I'm t giving you that advice. <laughs> Mark, listen to me, because I value your health as well, and I don't want you fooled by Fox News and the other guys, okay? I don't want you cool. fooled by these guys. You're listening to a good station here. The CNN, NBC, I, right. MSNBC. I, I want you to yeah, do the right, right thing, Mark. Because they're fair and balanced. Mark, right? Mark, 
That's true. Brother, you, you have a great – got to get – hey, I got to go, but I want That's you to – I listen to your show. I, and I appreciate that. And I hope you're a contributor to Politics Done Right on KPFT. Will you be? Right. All right. Yes, please, sir. please call 713-526-573 okay. and hit the one. Have a great day, brother. Thank you. All right, Colby, come on in, my brother. Come on in. Hey, Egberto. How's it going? I'm going fine. Talk to me, sir. Okay. Well, I just wanted to uh, expand on a little bit on this whole uh, Democrat versus Republican response to the pandemic. Yes, sir. Uh, I noticed, um, yeah, a lot of more conservatives died, and there's a lot of demographics that factor into this. Yes. Uh, for example, um, just one of many factors, uh, the education level in yes. conservative states this tends to be much lower than that. Sure. Now, it's not across the board. It's not just because you're from Alabama, you're an idiot, and right. just because someone's from Vermont, they're a genius. But just in general, broad strokes, you know, uh, there's uh, not a high level of education. A lot of those states rely more on tax, uh, taxes versus states that generate taxes. Uh, but um, I, I think one of the big factors... Uh, that make this situation so unique is the Trump administration and the culture around the new Republican thought is a heavy level of skepticism when it comes to subject matter experts. Right. So when you have Dr. Fauci, who's been studying this stuff for decades, he's made it his life, and he goes out there and he tries to give you some tips, some advice. People roll their eyes. Well, you, I got to cancel my plan. I got to. I got to compromise. I, I, I have to do these things that make me uncomfortable. I, I, you know, do you know how uncomfortable it is to wear a mask all day? Well, it's like try sticking a tube down your throat. <laughs> but yeah. um, I, I think that uh, the Trump administration did. In, uh, an immeasurable amount of damage to the American landscape due to his um, willingness to fill his inner circle with yes people and cronies and not people who actually know what's going on and understand the consequences of their actions. You know, I agree with you 100%. And, you know, you would think that watching these deaths, like, let's say Mark just called in, right? And I am so happy Mark called in because he gave the chance for me to, let's say, refute some of those things on Fox News. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm initially con I, I, I initially convinced him, but I'm hoping that as he listens to more of the show, he will. Because again, the fact that he is willing to accept, let's say, what you know, Fox News interpretation of what the CDC has said and those types of issues. I, first of all, I look at. Fox News and these other guys as criminals, okay? And I, I say that not to be blasphemous or not to be whatever words, but I think it is criminal when you, give, when you knowingly give advice based on a, on a snippet or, 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 or anything of that. It's so, it, it kills. And I wish, just like these guys are very litigious when people uh, say certain things about them, I wish more in the population. I wish there's somebody who lost a parent or something who would say, I lost my parent because of what these guys, the lies these guys put out, and then sue them for that and see if we can find a way to get them to be different. Your thoughts on that, Colby? Oh, I agree with you. I believe, uh, it sounds extreme, but I think Fox News broadcasters are uh, stochastic terrorists. 
Yeah. And um, I recently, just yesterday, I saw a, like a supercut, right? Uh-huh. All these different talking heads on Fox News. And it's uh, war on Christmas, war on dogs, right. war on cows, war on red meat, war on white people, war on this, war on that. And it's like, but then these are also the same people where there's literally an actual war happening between Ukraine and Russia. And they're actually taking sides with Russia uh, from time to time. Yeah, That's an actual war where actual people are firing weapons and dying. But they think, oh, hey, uh, you know, this, this thing that you're pushing is bad for everybody. Well, to, for you to criticize them, you've declared war on them. Right. They, they are uh, extreme. They are very extreme. Yeah, they are. And the thing about it, though, is like, you know, I am glad, uh, you know, uh, Mark said something that was very important. He said... I listen to all sides, you know. Uh, my, my concern with Mark, however, is that he listens to all sides with a bias towards those who would misinform him. And my goal is to earn guys like Mark's respect that he will give me the option or the opportunity to also have, his, have not only his ears, but his intellect. You see what I'm saying? In I admire other- that about Yeah, I admire that about you. Well, I mean, we got to try that, right? And, 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 and it, Mark, if you're still listening, go get the vaccine. The, get, go get the latest booster because we need you. We need those new variants, you to be protected from the new variants. And also clots are caused by the, the, the disease itself. It's important for people to know that because he was correct. Fox News has been putting people on air that saying that, that the, the vaccine causes clots and all of that. Listen, anytime you put a, something foreign in, in uh, the, the bodies of millions of people, there is somebody whose immune system is going to overreact. But I mean, more people's immune system are going to overreact to the COVID than it is to the vaccine. And that is what we need to get people to understand because that person that one in a billion people who got uh clots from a vaccine i don't know what the number is really i just made that up but uh the, that was the johnson and johnson back right exactly oh did we lose uh colby i think we lost colby colby i'm sorry about that uh if, you can are you still there colby i tell you what colby i think we lost you uh, Colby, you can call back if there's more that you want to add. Colby, if you, if, uh, you can call back if there's more. We accidentally missed you. But anyhow, uh, folks, give us a call. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Hit the number 2, and we get you on air right now. In the house, we also have E2247. I can't read that right now, E2247, but thank you for being here. We also have Sydney, who's speaking about... He goes nowhere without his N95 mask to date, and he gets most of his groceries delivered. Still, Deborah Moyer says, we may need to count on Darwin. I don't want to count on Darwin, though, Deborah. I want to, I want folks to, there's a lot of, I want folks to come in, Deborah. I want folks to come in. And I I am an eternal, not eternal, I'm an eternal optimist. But let's go ahead and get David. David, come on in. Hello, Roberto. Hey, I got a little uh, incident that I'd like to share with you. That might shed shed some light on exactly what the the people who who occupy the the ruling uh, uh, element in the Republican, should I say, cult? Yes. Have. This is out of their own mouths. I watched in 2012. I watched one of the uh, Republican presidential primary debates. You're right. Now, there, there was... Are you still there? Yes, I'm here. 
Okay, I just heard a thing on that. Oh, well, anyway, I was listening to the debate, and there was about 12 people on the panel. Uh-huh. And the, the moderator uh, puts forth a question. He says, this is from one person, a, a caller. He says, he asked the question, how do you, how does anybody, any of you people feel about about government subsidies for people who who are in a position where they might not be able to afford health care? Right. And uh, anybody, anyone who wants to take that, uh, answer that question, uh, go ahead. And uh, uh, Congressman Ron Paul from the great state of Texas, here's how he answered the question. He says it like this. Well, as far as I'm concerned, if they can't afford it, then they just have to do without it. And then the moderator says, well, there's just one more aspect to this question. He says, well, what about people who are in a life-threatening position? And Ron Paul says this. Well, then they're just going to have to die. Wow, I I hadn't seen that is on tape somewhere. This was on 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 the I don't remember. I think it was on on the on public television. Wow, I, I don't. I think it was on. Yeah, it was, I I watched it. I, I and the crowd was cheering. Man, it, it was like a it was like a, a Roman gladiator. Uh, the the uh, yeah. the the the, vein, the 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 winner with his sword ready to plunge it into the into the chest of the of the vanquished. You know, David, he, David, yeah. I was talking to the GM earlier today and I said most people are good people and I still stand by most people being good people, right? Uh, but psychopaths have a way of getting to people and they 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 give them they give them that opportunity for their most carnal fears and most carnal you know we all have that bad spot in us every so often right that we yeah. have to mitigate hey, as hey, human beings yes there's a there's a name for that it's called groupthink groupthink I love that you're absolutely right David you're absolutely right and we have to you know isn't it wouldn't it be great if we got some good psychopaths you know the ones who can foment a group think that is on the positive <laughs> side. Because the word path means means deadly. Well, you know, I better not do it that way. Then you're right about that. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, David, I got two more calls. Anything else you want to add real quick, David? Um, I, I had something on my mind. I can't think of it offhand. But well, if you I think about it, just call back. Okay, Dave? Sure. Thank you, brother. All right, let's go to Colby. Uh, Colby, come on back in. Hello? Or whoever you are, that's just whoever's talking, talk. <laughs> All right, come on in, Ray. Hey, brother Egberto. Hermano, Hermano Ray, talk to me. Como estas? Yeah, man, I had something on my mind. I, I, I'm hoping I don't take you into the weeds, but I only have a, a minute to talk. Okay, go so ahead. What I, what I wanted to give you is the magic school bus theory that I have. Okay. So if anybody watched the Magic School Bus, they remember Miss Frizzle had a Magic School Bus. She was a teacher, mm-hmm. and she could take her children on field trips. And I just say that to say Miss Frizzle always had one specific thing. She said, take chances, get messy, and make mistakes. And what this pandemic had taught me is that there are some of us in life who kind of get to navigate like they're on that magic school bus, mm-hmm. but then there are some of us who don't have the privilege of being able to take chances, get messy, and make mistakes, which a lot of them were made. You know, uh, that is a prescient statement. And, you know, let, let me tell you uh, where I, the first time you talk about the opportunity to make a mistake, right? Uh, it reminded me of football coaches, uh, 
football, uh, football coaches that aren't white. Okay. Uh, there is a there is a skit that was out that was put out by uh, I don't remember the name of the comedian, uh, and he said he moved into a neighborhood with dentists and doctors and lawyers etc. And he said, you know, um, I just want the opportunity to be able to fail and not lose my life for having a failure. In other words. Uh, and and I know this is a little bit off subject, and but I feel but, that, bro. yeah, this is off subject, but I think it's an important piece that you're adding to things right now. It's just a statement for our general audience to hear. Um, you have a lot of coaches, and let's look at the NFL as an example, but we can look at it in in the medical fields and everywhere else. And I could tell you a story that occurred to me that I'm writing about in in the books that I've written as being a person of color in engineer in the engineering field. But um, it goes like where. Um, a coach, uh, it, 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 a lot of times if you have a person of color who's a coach, and I notice I'm not just saying black coach, just person of color is a coach, they get, they get one chance to succeed. And if they immediately fail, they don't get any other chances. And what, what this comedian, Chris Rock, was trying to say is, I want the opportunity to fail and not have the stresses to know that if I fail this one time, uh, you know, it's over for me. Uh, you know, when I was, I never forgot, when I worked for a particular Absolutely. company in, 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 this, in this city, um, I came in and the four of the five products that company released was a product, products that I wrote in PLM and assembly and all of that. And we wrote operating systems and all of that for them. And, and I mean, it was great. Uh, we did some projects for Transco that was to take uh, a year, did it in a month. That kind of a thing is the kind of performance I'm talking about. And I remember one time, every time you create a product, you have to send it to QA, quality assurance, right? And that's the purpose of quality assurance, to find any bugs that you may have in your software that runs the equipment. And it turned out that my, before my wife was my wife, uh, we worked at the same company. And um, uh, she was a secretary downstairs. I was upstairs in, in engineering and she called sort of in a panic because of all the whisper rumors she was hearing on the background. And it turned out that when my thing, this particular product went to QA, there was one bug that I had in the software that gave the wrong results, right? And which is what they're supposed to do, catch whatever bugs that the software engineer right. did. But instead of me finding out from QA that I, there was a bug in the particular software, there was a whispering campaign going over. Guess who had a bug in the software? Like, like bugs weren't ever found before, right? Guess who had bugs in the software? And, and the rumor mill got to my wife and she called up and it's like, hey, what happened? I, had, I didn't have a clue what was going on, but it was like the first failure that I had at the company was a humongous issue, right? Something that right. Was, a, was, for, was a minor if-then-else kind of a deal that I needed to change in the application. So, I mean... And, and that, that kind of makes me think about President Obama. You know, he was right. the first black president. Right. And he was held to such a high standard. I think, in my personal opinion, he did the job as good as any white man would have done it, but it wasn't good enough because he was black. Well, you know, what, is, what is interesting, right, is that... And you know what I feel about race. I don't believe in race. I think race is a stupid construct, all that kind of stuff. But right. unfortunately, we live in a racialized society. And you're so right. I mean, 
Obama's diction, Obama's stature, Obama, the way he dealt with the people. Look, I'm not an Obama fan from a policy point of view on, on things like health care, okay? But from, a president, from an American president point of view, he was, I mean, he was tops, right? I mean, he made he Reagan's speech he, look like a joke, you know? But you had a group of people in this country that felt like because he was a black man, he just wasn't doing his job. Right. And you know, that, that's right. the sad thing about it. You know, we will always be held to a higher standard, meaning right. people of color. Right. For the same position, it's like you're basically starting off behind the eight ball right. when everybody else gets the whole table to make a mistake. Right. Now, Ray, what I always say is the answer to a lot of these questions, right, is, you know, um, I, uh, you know, I, let me, let me see how to say this right. I know the crosses that I must walk with, right? And I don't allow the crosses that I must walk with that that other person doesn't walk with to stop me from walking. I mean, my, my walk may be slower. It may, I may have to work a bit harder or whatever. It's not fair. It's not at all fair. But what I try to teach the brethren is you always keep moving forward. There are all these obstacles that come in front of you, and that is how you move forward. Even in, in this new career that I have, which is complete activism and politics and policy, it's the same thing. I go to my progressive uh, conferences, and it's always carrying a bigger load as well because, again, to be taken seriously, it's very, very time-consuming. It is very... You know, but again, you know, you, you keep your eye on the ball. Life. Exactly. Exactly. And you keep your eye on the ball. You know what it is that you're trying to do. So it's like a game of inches, like uh, like on any given Sunday. Absolutely. You got to fight and claw every way for that inch. Absolutely. But, um, right. I got to get back to work, Egberto. Well, I love talking to you. I appreciate you and everything you do. And we're going to keep pushing forward, bro. Thank you, brother. You have a great day and a happy holidays if I don't talk to you beforehand, okay? All right, bro. Take care now. Anyway, folks, love hearing from Ray. Love hearing from Mark, David. Anybody else want to call in? 713-526. I, I have a few more paragraphs on, on the, the essay, but I love much. Uh, you, you guys know the gist of the, 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 the entire discussion. Plus, you can always read the newsletter that comes out before every show at politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. The entire newsletter is there with what we're talking about. politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. Anyway, folks, um, love, love what uh, all of you are saying today. Give us a call, 713-526-5738. Again, that is 713-526-5738. Hit the number two if you want to get on air. Also remember, so that we don't have those long fun drive, all as you're listening to the program, go to kpft.org. Go to kpft.org and hit the uh, and hit the number, or rather, and, and go hit the donate button and contribute whatever you can. If you want good programming that we talk real issues, if you want a program where you can actually be a part of it, like I keep inviting you guys to call right now if you want to, 713. 526-5738. Una vez más. 713-526-5738. Anyway, folks, um, look, I'm continuing with the, remember the, the, the issue that we are speaking about today. All right, go ahead and bring him in whenever you want to. The issue that we're talking about today, Ryan, come on in. Ryan, you're on. 
Okay, well, I'm, I'm not familiar with the issue you're talking about today. I just uh, switched on. Oh, I've okay. to your show for quite a while, and so I have an opportunity to call in, and I did. Okay, I appreciate, you to, I appreciate your call, though, Ryan. What we're talking about today is uh, that the districts that happen to be conservative, why are the death rates higher there? And we were exploring that. People called in and talked about that as well. Uh, you know, uh, on these particular issues. So um, is there anything that you want to add, whether concerning the subject or not, that you want to add to the show today? Uh, actually, I think that that uh, most of the problems with the conservative districts is uh, they don't really listen to the science and, and, they, and they, you know, are unconcerned to me about, uh, you know, health care issues in their areas. Right. Uh, yeah. It's all about the money to them. Yeah, I think it's about the money. But, you know, I, I want to give the, the individuals within those districts, I want to be more uh, empathetic with them and say, you know, when you have the people that they trust, you know, they don't necessarily immediately trust a politics done right or a KPFT or anything like that. They don't immediately trust that, right? But they trust their, their, their Fox News and they trust their OAN and they trust their Newsmax, etc. I, I can't tell you the level of disdain that I have for those particular stations that are misleading these people who give them that crutch to hold on to that's actually killing them all, you know, killing a whole uh, I agree completely. As a matter of fact, I lost my friendship with my best friend of over 35 years because right. he was a huge Trump backer and right. it's hard to uh, get anyone to listen to reason. Let me tell you something about losing your friend. Um, and this is what I told a friend, a good friend of mine that was about to dump me because they were Trumpists, okay? I told them, I am not willing to lose you over a politician who cares about neither one of us. So uh, I am not willing to lose our friendship because of a politician that doesn't care about either one of us. So I looked at him and I said, I'll take the crap from you, okay? I'll let you... Go on and say whatever you want. And uh, all I ask, listen to me sometimes, but I am not, our friendship is going to remain. And uh, it worked. I don't think it'll going to work with everybody, but if that's somebody you care about, brother, do it. Because I tell you what, we well, can't. Well, it, it, it might have worked, except that, uh, you know, we live a long ways away. Gotcha. I'm in Houston. He's in Alaska. Gotcha. You know, but uh, we, you know, we were friends back in Arizona and stuff like that. So yeah. if I maybe face to face, I might have been able to convince him. But, right. You know, just uh, texting back and forth. But I tell you something you know. else to do, though, Ryan. Every so often, don't expect a response. But if you still have a number, a, a, a text number or whatever, send him a positive affirmation and look at him and say, we should never let a politician get between us. And don't expect anything out of that. But that is going to be inculcated in his mind or her mind. I don't know what it is. Okay. I think that's great advice. Yeah. I mean, that'll be in their mind. We can't let politicians split us up because they don't give a damn. That's the truth. Right? That's they don't the care. Truth. They don't know who we are. So why allow them to do that? You've had a great relationship with these guys for decades and a politician come and break you up? Hell no. Yes. Hell no. But anyway, I got to go to one more call, Ryan. And uh, so thank you so kindly for calling, my brother. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye. Colby, come on in. Hey, I'm back. Yeah, sorry we missed you. What, what else do you have to add, Colby? I hate when we drop by mistake or something like that. Is like, I hope you realize we are not hanging up on you, brother. We just no, kind of, yeah, yeah. you know. I'm sure it was not intentional. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, brother. Well, I, I, think, uh, I think it was kind of good timing anyways because you're talking to this guy about how, uh, well, you know, how we shouldn't let our opinions right. 
uh, split us up any more than we already are. Right. And, um, you know, uh, I have a little anecdote here. Uh, there's a sports bar very close to my, like walking distance. Yeah. To my house. And, uh, during the pandemic, this was kind of like the only place I could go to. Uh-huh. Uh, if I wanted to get out of the house, they, everyone there, very pro-Trump. Okay. Let me, let me just tell you, I, you can, you have to tell me the rest of this in about a minute and 15 seconds. Oh my goodness. Well then, let me just say that, uh, uh, very recently, I'd gone in there wearing a Beto shirt, uh-huh. and uh, it's like walking into the lion's den covered in uh, barbecue <laughs> sauce. And uh, anyway, um, I, I got a lot of dirty looks, mm-hmm. but you know, one thing I learned is just uh, no fear and just go to people and talk to them right. one on one like human beings, yes. and you find out that we've got so much more in common yes. than, than what our little echo chambers and, and social media bubbles Love you, brother. Let me tell you something. I love what you just said, brother, because that is that is what I try to promote, brother. That is what I try to promote. And you're absolutely right about that. Uh, you go in there, you know who you are. You go in there and you make your presence known. And you don't diss them. You just go ahead and like, hey, well, this is what I am. Or let's have a beer or whatever. So, hey, Colby, that is what I'm talking about, brother. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Well, thank you. Your hey, show helps. You're all right, man. Thank you, man. You have a great rest of your day, okay? You too. Thanks. Take care now. Bye. Hey, folks, uh, I, go, I didn't finish with the essay, but you guys got the gist of what the essay was about. I always prefer speaking to you guys. So go to politicsdoneright.com slash uh, newsletter to go ahead and finish the essay, read it, do whatever you want with it, share it, etc. Politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. And please don't forget to go to kpft.org. Hit that donate button and say, you know what? We are going to keep these types of programming on air. Something that makes a difference to us all. How many uh, seconds do I have, Brother um, Tori? I don't know if Tori can hear me. How many seconds do I have, Tori, left before I got to get up? I need to know what else I can say. One minute? All right, I got one minute left, folks. So here, here is the deal. Um, thank you, guys. Those of you who called in, thanks for calling in. Uh, there, there, there are times that I'm going to want to... One minute? Okay. There are times that I'm going to want to wrap up. Oh, he's telling me to wrap up. All right, folks. My name is Egberto Willis. No? Oh. <laughs> I can't see that. <laughs> you know, we, we still have some sign issues that I have to work with. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you guys know I hand it, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.